watching a master at work. That's my DMX right there. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome to another episode of Hidden Figures Behind the Numbers with the Restaurant Scientist. I am Jason Wallace, the Restaurant Scientist. And I want to thank my partners, sponsors, Cornerstone Business Labs, Cornerstone Production, and Cornerstone Media. Because without them, uh, they wouldn't let me in the studio. <laughs> they pay all the bills. They pay all the bills. So today I'm proud and honored and happy to have a fellow military vet. I want to thank you for your service up front, sir. And fellow Culinary Institute of America graduate and chef extraordinaire, general manager extraordinaire, entrepreneur, uh, Mr. Brandon Christopher Dukes. What up, what up, what up? DKD. Currently, Chef Dukes is a professor at La Cordon Bleu College of Culinary Arts. And that's in Atlanta, Georgia? Exactly, yeah. That was, that was, um, that was one of my spots. And then that goes closed down. So now, now I'm actually uh, teaching high school students. Okay. Arts. okay. Yeah. All right. And you have a food apparel line. Oh and man, I got a, I got a food apparel line, and you can see right now I have Duke's Delicious Dogs, which Duke. is my uh, pop up hot dog restaurant. I also do uh, hoodies like this ATL Food Lover hoodie that I'm wearing right now. So I do okay. a multitude of things within the within the entrepreneurial space, from apparel to pop ups to private dinners. Wow. Classes. It's, I mean, I do all kinds of things. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. We I can't wait to take a deep dive into all of that, particularly them duped delicious dogs. So, Chef, tell my listeners a little bit about you. Who are you? Where are you from? How'd you get into the crazy industry of the food service and restaurant business? Well, let me tell you guys, I I, I was born in Cleveland, grew up in Decatur. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I grew up oh, in Decatur, man. Georgia. Um, my first job was at, at like as a dishwasher. At 15 mm -hmm. years old in a, in a place called Sizzler Steakhouse. Yep. And I was a dishwasher, busboy. You know, I, I kind of did the traditional move my way up. I did dishwasher, busboy, salad prep. And then one day the manager came to me and said, Brandon, I'm going to give you a chance on the line. I said, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so, I got on that line, man, on a Friday night, Jason, man, and those tickets started coming through. <laughs> and, you know, that rush started yeah. coming and the hollering and the screaming and the teamwork and the, right and going behind and front and hot and everything. The fryer's going and, man, the, the waiters and waitresses are screaming and everybody is just in control of chaos. And, and, that, right. and at that moment, I said, this is for me. Right. Right. I, yeah. I loved it. I just loved the rush. Right. So I, I did that for a little while. And then um, around 1920, I said, man, I got to I got to do something here. I got to it's kind of at a crossroads. I said, what, what, what am I what is Brandon going to do with his life? Right. Right. So it was either culinary school at that point 
or I was going to go to the military. Okay. What year was this? This was in 1995. Okay. Okay. 94, 95, around there. Got you. Got you. And uh, so I, I said, you know what? I love to travel. I want to get some money, some benefits. Right. So right. I said, why not? Join the Navy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I scored so high on the ASVAB, they they uh, asked me if I wanted to be a nuke and if I wanted to go to submarines. Got you. So I said, no on the nuke, but I'll go on submarines. Right. And they're like, well, what do you want to do? I said, man, I want to cook. I just want to cook. I'm not trying to shoot nobody. I'm not trying to get blown <laughs> up. I'm not trying to do any of that stuff. Just let me cook. Right, right. All right, so I cooked in the Navy for four years, and, and, and now that Shout I cook- Shout out to the Navy. Hold on, you got Navy MSs. Yeah. What ship? What, what, what sub were you on? USS Jacksonville. Jacksonville, okay. Norfolk, Virginia. All right, I was on the USS Nitro AE23. Shout out to all the USS Nitro AE23 fellas out there, shipmates across the no country. Doubt, no doubt. The best is the Navy, man. We, we the coolest That's out right. here, man. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> So, so now you're you're in the Navy and you're in your yeah. MS three, MS three man. And, and not only was I in the Navy, man, but I excelled in the Navy, man. I, I okay. I, I gained a lot of awards for being the best best MS. Okay. A multitude of times, and and I kind of, I kind of found my way when I when I got into the Navy. I became more, um, more uh, academic, more more uh motivated and more ready to just just do my thing kind of kind of finding my groove right so but as i was coming up on four years man i said you know what i've had a i had a great time in the navy i traveled i've done all the things i want to do it's time to move on and i kept hearing about this cia cia CIA, (laughs) i was like man what's the cia thing man we found out what's going on with this Never so I kept hearing, man, this is the best culinary school in the world. It's the best this, best that. I said, you know what? Hey, that's where I need to be. Right. Right. So I got applied, got into school and boom, boom, boom. Long story short, man, I uh, I did the culinary degree. I got a bachelor's degree. And while I was there, as you know, uh, I became the president of the BCS or the BCA. Yep. Uh, from what you started. Thank you very back, much. Back in your day. So I said, Absolutely. let me let me let me Absolutely. carry on the tradition. Absolutely. And keep and, that and club for, going. And for the members, I mean, for the uh, for the listeners out there, basically at the Color Institute of America, you know, it might have been 20 blacks on campus at any one time because there was always a rotation of students going on what we called externship um, out of maybe 1,200, 1,500 students. And there was, you know, there was no on campus black club uh, organization. So uh, myself and others, we founded that organization and brothers like Brandon came up behind us and, uh, and kept it going. And it's still going to this day. And we want to thank all of the, uh, the participants and the alumni out there for, uh, for doing what they've done historically. Go ahead, Chef. No doubt. No doubt, man. That, that, I'm telling you, that, that club was, was something that was definitely needed, man, while we were there. Like you say, it was, it was a minute amount of us. And, and right. we, we we tend to stick together in that in that regard, but you know after the uh, after the CIA man, I uh, I got uh, I got recruited and went went and worked for Four Seasons. Okay. Um, wow. But before that, when I was beginning to get my culinary degree, 
I started looking at jobs and, and, and calling around and getting job offers. And I was like, you know what? I'm not, I'm not satisfied with that amount they're trying to give me. So, mm-hmm. so you know, I'm going to hang tight. I'm going to go back. I'm going to stay in school. Right. And so I got, I got military money. I got, you know, I'm good. Right. So I graduated CIA, went to work for four seasons. Okay. Uh, I worked for them for about six years uh, from, from, Assistant General Manager, General Manager, Sommelier. Uh, I did I did that in Scottsdale, Arizona, and then I went internationally and, and worked in uh, Costa Rica. Wow! So so I got I got a, a great great background, a lot of great training with Four Seasons for sure. Gotcha. And uh, by this time, though, man, I started getting the, kind of getting the, the entrepreneurial bug a little bit. I said, man, I need to start thinking about doing some things on my own. Right. Now that I got all this, all this great experience. So right. I started a little, a little business out in Costa Rica called Deuce Hospitality Services. Okay. And what I did out there was I did almost similar to the kind of things you do, Jason, where I did mm-hmm. a little consulting and mm-hmm. I did uh, a lot of things with menu development out there, particularly with um, uh, translating Spanish into English and, mm-hmm. and, and how the menu is, flows and things of that nature and, and kind of getting some of the locals to think more on the business side and, and look at ways to increase their bottom line. Right. So I did that for a little while and I was like, man, let me go on back to the States because I was there for six years and this was around 2008 during the economic uh, mm, collapse. collapse. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So I was like, man, I got to get up out of here. So I went on back to to Atlanta, Georgia, back in about 2011, I came back, got okay. right back into the, the restaurant industry and uh, was managing for about, about four years. Mm-hmm. And man, I just, I got kind of burnt out by it actually. So I said, Let me, it's time to do a, a pivot. So I pivoted mm-hmm. and I pivoted into education. Mm-hmm. And that's where I got the opportunity with the Cordon Blue. Got you. I pivoted into education. And when I started with the Cordon Blue, I started off doing their restaurant supervision, entrepreneurship class, their wine and beverage class. Okay. Uh, all all the, the the front of the house administrative classes. But then eventually I said, you know what, man, let me, let me, let me get back into the kitchen. I can still, I can <laughs> still, still do my thing in the kitchen, man. <laughs> Let's go. Right. So I got back into the kitchen and became a chef instructor as well. And I taught a lot of the foundational classes and, and gotcha. contemporary cuisine with the molecular gastronomy and things of that nature. Right, right. And then finally, while I was with the Cordon Blue, I said, boom, let me open up some businesses. Mm. And that's where the Foodie Apparel came in. And that's foodieapparel.net. Okay. For your hats, your hoodies, your T-shirts. Okay. Tank tops, all those things. Uh, you can get at foodieapparel.net. And that's been, I've been in business with that for about six years. Okay. Um, but as I, as I continue with education, the great thing about education is you, you have a lot of time. Right. To, to work on your own things. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right? So with that time, I said, man, let me, I said, let me start some other stuff, man. Let me, let me get down and, and, and start some other things. So I took this entrepreneurship class at Clark Atlanta university. Okay. You up to HBCUs. And uh, I got I got connected with a couple great great uh, brothers down there, mm-hmm. and uh, man, I started Duke's Delicious Dogs. 
That's what's up. So for my listeners out there, and particularly, you know, part of our show, we try to inspire and, and educate um, myself included, educator from for many years in New York restaurant school and and many adjunct professor here in the New York market. Um, I need the listeners to truly understand how many different lanes there are in the food service industry. So as you can, as you heard, you know, we, you know, Brandon and I, our careers are actually parallel, meaning that we went into the Navy as cooks. We came out, then we went to the Culinary Institute, came out and then cooked and then went back to school and got bachelor's degrees and then went to the front of the house and then managed. Right. And then, as he said, you know, shift gears into the educational realm and then the entrepreneur lane as consultants. So, you know, it's. You know, for those that are listening, you know, again, the next generation of food service professionals, the, the beautiful thing about our industry is, is, you know, you can make maneuvers and change lanes without actually changing entire careers. Um, and, and, and clearly, um, Chef Dukes' career um, spans all of those lanes and, you know, that, that, that five to seven lane highway called the food service industry. Continue, Chef. So then, yeah, what was man, the- it's, it's it's been a great ride, man. And uh, mm-hmm. um, I was telling Marvin, I said, man, this to to be in the food and beverage industry, you you gotta you gotta love it, right? Because if you don't love it, it will it will put you on a plate, <laughs> and it'll, it'll eat you it'll eat you just like a filet mignon, man. <laughs> it'll simmer you down like a demi glace. Exactly, man. So. <laughs> Is either yeah. love it or, or get out. One yeah. another. Absolutely, absolutely. And an industry that truly, as black folks, hasn't really loved us too much. You know what I mean? In terms of yeah. exposure. But you know, that's obviously that's systemic racism across all industries. But you know, you know, when we start talking about, you know, the food and beverage industry, uh, you know, clearly it takes another level of tenacity, uh, which you have an insight and drive, uh, which you know, many of us have to really um you know, sustain all man, of the hurdles and you know, it's, it's, let me tell you, Jason, man, you and you know, being it's one thing to be black and and be in the back of the house, right? Right, but it's a whole nother ball game to be black and be front of the house, yeah, especially yep. in a high end, a high end either four yeah. seasons or a high end five star restaurant, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, it's it's a whole nother realm of surprise. Yeah, for the customers when you come to the table, right? Or or when you're dealing with a, a customer complaint, right? Or even when you even when you're dealing with the staff in the front of the house, right? Right, yeah. you got to manage those 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 staff members that are like, oh my goodness, where he come from, right? Right, right. <laughs> so it's a whole, it's a, it's a. They think they know more than you. They definitely. Yeah, are. man, it's a whole nother realm that front of the house, man. It, it's funny you say that because when I was a sous chef at a restaurant, I'm not going to name any names, but it's still open in New Jersey. Um, it was fairly high end and there was, you know, this is early nineties. It was a well-known fact that they would not put any black people and any brown or black people in the front of the house as waiters. And these waiters are clearing $150, $200 a day, easy, mm-hmm. if not more. Um, and, it, you know, it just was, there's just not going to be any servers. And when I was at the the New York restaurant school, we used to, you know, our students used to go on externship, internship as well. 
And I called up a restaurant and I had a, I had a young lady that wanted to go out on an internship and she wanted to go in the front of the house. And the guy literally told me she had dreadlocks. She cannot be in his dining. And this was in New York city in the nineties. <laughs> right. Um, that, you know, you just didn't have the look, the certain look and it, it's, it's definitely a tough, a different and much, much tougher, I don't know, much tougher, but a, a different element for a person of color to be in the front and you go to the table and the customer says, well, go get your manager. Like, well, I am the manager. It's like, <laughs> so then now they just, you can't satisfy that customer. Go ahead. Exactly. It's just a, it's just a, a different type of, yeah. I guess a different type of uh, racism or different, different hurdles. Right. Have to be jumped from front to yeah. back, but it's still the same. It's just right. a different form. Right. Right. Absolutely. You know I mean? But yeah. So uh, yeah, I mean, the, the front of the house was was a was a great experience, particularly uh, getting into wines. And I was gonna say you're very knowledgeable about wines. Extremely knowledgeable about wines. This, this dude's a oh, bad dude. Yeah, I fell in love with wines while I was at the CIA. Man, it just, mm -hmm. it just blew my mind. Just blew my mind. And and. I always loved giving recommendations to guests and, and you know pouring the wine for them and, and seeing that smile on their face when they're like, man, this is this is great and it goes great with my fillet, or it goes great with my mahi mahi, or it goes great right. with my paella. Whatever the case is, man, it's just right, right. To show that expertise and to show that knowledge and to show that intellect, right. That, that that's what it was about for me. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like absolutely. Show, showing that intellect, particularly to those to those customers, like, whoa, who's this guy right here? You know what I'm saying? Right. Those are the ones I really wanted to hit. You know, I really wanted to touch. Right. Really yeah. wanted to show, like, yo, right. I got this. Yeah, yeah. This this knowledge is real. This education is real. Exactly. So let's let's segue into post COVID. You know, where was your business then, and how has it been over the last? coming up really up on a year now march is around the corner uh it happened in yeah. mid-march yeah I had, to, I had to i had to pivot with with the the pop-up restaurant the duke's delicious dogs I, I i pivoted a little bit with that and i did i minimized my, my pop-ups just because of the uncertainty of the clientele that was going to come out and the uncertainty of of how contagious the COVID was. So I pivoted, right. man, and I started doing private dinners. Okay. And private dinners for two, for four, for six, for eight. And that, man, that thing has taken off so so fast, Jason, man. I mean, wow. I think, last, I think from, from April last year to December, and, and I think I did at least 30 private dinners. Wow. That's at good least. stuff. Yeah, at least, man. And, and this year, I've, I've had so many inquiries, man. And, and mm -hmm. it's, it's just been amazing. But also, the online, my online business has, has picked up tremendous. Okay. Tremendous. So let's let's deep, let's take a deep dive into them. The the Duke's delicious dogs. Like so, walk us through each one of those those businesses that you have now. Yeah, well, so Duke's delicious Duke's delicious dogs, man. That was a 
that was something I, I kind of jotted down when I was in Costa Rica. I said, uh, for some reason, man, I've always been attracted to the hot dog. I guess it's because it's like a blank canvas, man. You can you can do so many things with the hot dog. So mm-hmm. many things. And if you look at it, a lot of people don't realize that if you look at it, it it's, it's either a beef, it's a piece of beef, it's a piece of pork, or it's a piece of chicken. So with those three right. types of things, man, you you can you can just add stuff to it and it, and it goes with it. Right. Um, but uh, with Duke's Delicious Dog, man, I started it started in my mind, then it started it, it got down on paper, and then I took it from paper, and what I did was I started doing interviews. Mm-hmm. I went out I went out into the public. And I went to hot dog restaurants and I talked to some of the customers in the hot dog restaurants, people out in, in grocery stores, et cetera. And I said, what kind of hot dog do you like? Why, particularly in the hot dog restaurants, why do you come to this, this hot dog restaurant? What, what do you get when you come here? Mm-hmm. And I started to gather some information. I wanted to gather some information from actual customers that love hot dogs. And so then I took that information and I began looking for purveyors or suppliers, local suppliers. Okay. Because my thing is, it's all about the local sustainability, man. I don't want a hot dog from the grocery store. Got you. I want a hot dog from the butcher shop. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I want a, I want a hot dog bun from right. the local bakery, man. I want, you know what I mean? Right. I want them to know my name. and, and Right. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I began to try out different butcheries and I, and I went with one in Marietta, Georgia called uh, Haywood, Haywood okay. Provisions. Okay. And they got the, the best 100% beef, natural hot dog you ever, you ever want to taste. Wow. So then I took that and I began to do my test kitchens. Mm-hmm. Just playing around with different toppings and different ingredients and making different sauces. So I said, you know what? All, all great, uh, Mom and pop or or entrepreneurial entrepreneurial restaurants always have a comeback sauce or signature sauce, right? In their restaurant, so I said, man, I, I gotta have me a comeback sauce. So I, I came up with Duke's comeback sauce, <laughs> and that <laughs> that's the sauce to make him come back. That's why it's called. Yeah, a man, you gotta have that comeback sauce, man. <laughs> a comeback, it's yeah, like that brother. So, so fam, with that comeback. <laughs> to make a long story short, man, I I, uh, I I did a lot of test kitchens and and. I did some tastings with, with some folks and, and kind of came up with five solid dogs. So I got five solid hot dogs. Okay. And the number one seller is called the Return of the Mac. <laughs> Return of the Mac. I like that. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, man. And that, that thing, that thing sells so fast. So that what thing, is it? Is it beef, chicken, or, or pork? No, pork. all my beef, all my hot dogs are hundred percent beef. Hundred percent beef. Uh, 100% beef, even the even the uh, the casings. Yep. No, no, no. The casings are the casings are uh, sheep casings. Okay. Sheep. All right, sheep. So, so just so the listeners out there, you, sometimes you have people who have a a beef hot dog, but it be in a pork casing. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah, you know, for those out there that think they're eating beef, sometimes and I, it's a sausage, right? Hot dog, sausage, same thing. So yeah. there's a little, you know, you, you I want you to drop a little knowledge on them about yeah, that. Yeah, so. I appreciate but, uh, that. Yeah, there's there's, there's no ahead. pork whatsoever. Um, so that hot dog comes with Duke's comeback sauce. All right. 
And by the what way, is, it comes on a, a pandemic bun with black poppy seed. Uh, what type of bun you broke up a little bit? It's uh, called pandemic. Pandemic bun. Okay. So it's got it's kind of like a semi sweet, similar to a brioche. Okay. Um, Buttery. Yeah, man. Little black, <laughs> black poppy seeds on there, man. And yeah. So it comes with Duke's comeback sauce. You got the Haywood Frank, and you drop that mac and cheese on top. Oh my! Yeah. Now, now keep in mind, this is not baked mac and cheese. This is stove, uh -huh. this is stovetop mac and cheese. There's a difference, right? Okay. The stovetop mac and cheese is gonna it's gonna it's gonna fall right down on the hot dog. Mm -hmm. Right. It's creamy. Mm, it's creamy. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Right. Right. See, the yeah. baked mac and cheese is more of a congealed. Mac right. Dryer. You, you, you can't do the baked mac. You got to do the stovetop mac. Got so it's you. got the stove top mac, which lays oh. right on top of the hot dog. And then I come on top with some some uh, apple smoke bacon bits. <laughs> and then I finish it off with just a little bit of sky. Those guys, okay. Ooh, that thing there, boy, that thing there, Jason, man. That thing, I can't keep enough of those, man. Because you are watching a master. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we go. Now, we, tell you, go now, ahead. Now, let me tell you, just you you love this, Jason, being being the restaurant guru that you are. <laughs> Guess how much I sell that hot dog for? Oh man, sound like I would pay ten dollars for that hot dog. There you go. I, I charge eleven bucks, man. <laughs> I'm saying, shoot, I pay ten dollars for that. I want 11, one now. Eleven <laughs> bucks, man. So you know my 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 uh my profit margin is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I tell you we go what we're gonna do. We we're gonna talk at the end of the show about it. But uh no doubt. man, them dogs sound sounds so delicious, man. Any other any other science you want to drop in terms of the you know the how to make a high quality hot dog and cook it? Do you steam them? Do you boil them? Do you simmer them? Do you sear them? Like yeah, what's that's, the, that's what's a great the, that's a great question, Jason. Basically, um the hot dog comes. Uh, smoke, so it's already smoke. Got you. So what I do is, I I saw and this I, is your proprietary hot dogs recipe anyway that you're getting, right? Say it one more time. It's your proprietary hot dog that the the initial yeah. dog the initial sausage is is your recipe. Uh, it's 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 the it's Haywood's recipe. Haywood's okay okay. Yeah, it's Haywood's recipe. Okay. So all I do is I sear the dog. Yep. I steam the buns. Okay. And, and and I do the toppings. Got you. Beautiful. Got you. And and I think the key the key to a pop up is, in my opinion, is to have four or five solid solid dogs, man, that you do extremely well, and that's what you sell. Right. That's right. What, you sell. what are some of the other toppings? Well, I got one called the Italian Stallion. Okay. I got one called the 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 pork and bean. Now that one does have pork on it. Okay. But it's a play on the beanie wing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who so it's got it's got some nostalgia. Yeah, yeah. Who hasn't had beanie wings growing up? Yeah, as a child? man. So it's got some nostalgia attached to it. Now this dog comes with the Duke's comeback sauce. Duke's comeback sauce. And then it comes with a a, a, a long strip of maple candy bacon. Hmm. So I, I I maple and candy this bacon. No, oh my goodness. So it brings a nice sweetness to it. Right. And then I, I do some nice beans on top. Mm -hmm. 
and that's it. Right mm. out the door, man. Woo, doggy. <laughs> man, no pun intended. Woo, doggy. Right out the I'm door, man. Jeff Bodine. Right? And, and I'll tell you another one I got. I'll tell you another one I got. I got a, yeah. I got a nice, light one for mm-hmm. folks that don't want to, you know, go over overboard. And that's called a California Dream. Okay. Now, this California Dreaming, man, it comes with a little Duke's comeback song. <laughs> <laughs> but see, then, then I flip it on, Jason. Then I flip it. I do a nice pineapple salsa, mm-hmm. pineapple jalapeno salsa. Okay. Then I finish that off with a little avocado cream. Mm. Man, okay, that, thing, so- that, that thing that's so good, man. <laughs> wow. So good and so light, so delicious. Sound like it. Sound like it. Sound like you've really done your research and development and, uh, you know, applied, obviously, all your years of knowledge and education to and experience to uh, to doing it. So, you know, we're going to franchise this thing, right? I told hey, you. Gonna, hey, I'm telling I'm you, told, man, it's a, it's a hit. I'm, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Trust me. It's a hit. It's um, a hit. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna find you a location here in New York in the next uh soon as like six in January, I mean June, July. As soon as this COVID thing kind of gets starts to go in the other direction. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do this, brother. It's a hit, man. Be ready, be ready. It's a home run, I'm telling you. <laughs> All right, so talk to me about um the apparel, any other way. So that's that's it. You're, you already said about the apparel and then now the Duke's hot dogs. Uh, Duke's delicious dogs. Um, so, what's the COVID? What's the pre-COVID plan besides you and I? You know, creating a prototype that we're gonna roll out eventually. Man, I, I, I think I think that Duke's delicious dogs. The, the great thing about about doing pop-ups is you. First of all, is you. Right. Right. So you get you get immediate feedback and interaction from your from your customers. Right. Good, bad, or in, good, bad, or indifferent. So the great thing about that is, man, I, I know it's a home run. I know it's a hit. Right. People love it, man. And and you know, for sure that makes me happy, man. Because I, you know, I put a lot of work into right to rolling that out. You know? Right, right, right. It just no. wasn't a, a overnight boom, I'm out there. No, man, you you gotta put before you present it to the public, man, it's got to be ready. It's got to be right. You know? No doubt. No doubt about it. No doubt I about it. I definitely want to – Duke's Delicious Dogs is a hit, man, and I know it's a hit, and I want more people to know it's a hit. So, Okay. And then secondly, man, the apparel – the the apparel, I'm, I'm pivoting a little bit on the apparel. Okay. And I'm doing more local – local designs like for example the hoodie i have on now is it's called atl food lover okay right and it's got i don't know if you can see it but it's got a yeah got the little georgia peaches right there yeah yeah i see that right yeah 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 well, I'm, I'm i'm focusing more because when i first started foodie apparel i kind of i wanted to cast a wide net oh i'm gonna take over the world kind of thing mm-hmm. but then i figured it out after a couple a year or so no i mean you, you gotta Constrict that, right? Start local with with the designs, right? And then work your way out, right? Right, exactly. So I definitely want to continue on the local locality of the designs, um, and, and push more designs out on a more frequent basis. Okay. And then possibly learn the pressing, how to press. 
Okay. You know. To reduce your cost. Exactly, reduce my cost. Right, right. <clears throat> so if, if I was to ask you to speak to a young Brandon Christopher Dukes at your age now, your 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 level of expertise and experience and wisdom, what would you what would you tell young Brandon? Um what would I tell young Brandon, man? I would I would tell young Brandon to to man, just always believe in yourself, man. Always go for the gusto. Right. Always and one one thing I learned is you can't do everything on your own. You can't do it all by yourself. Preach, brother. Preach. It took me a long time to, to kind of open up to more uh, working relationships, business relationships. Because I've always been the, the, the kind of, I'm going to do it all myself. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a one-man wrecking crew, you know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I would probably tell young Brandon, man, be open to more business and job relationships man and and and, and see where those things are taken right yeah collaboration collaboration man because collaboration yeah yep. i guess i've always been i guess from being from decatur and, and you, you tend to be less trusting of everybody man <laughs> <laughs> right. so i guess i would say be more trusting too man because yeah you, you know be more trusting, be more open to, to more relationships. Because gotcha. a lot of times, a lot of times I realize, and we know this, a lot of times it's not what you know, it's who you know and mm -hmm. when you know them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly. Timing. Timing is important. Yeah, bro. So let's 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 promote. How do people get in touch with you? How do people you know, do you ship the dogs? The the, the brand in the uh, the Duke's delicious dogs. Are they frozen and can be shipped or no? And or what about the apparel? So let's each Duke's one of those. Duke's Delicious Dogs is right now is local. Okay. Um, I can come, I can come and do, do catering. I can come and drop off. Okay. Local to where? Where are you? Oh, right now I'm in Conyers, Georgia, but I can go two hours out if you need me to. What part of Georgia? Conyers. Conyers, Georgia. Conyers, Georgia. That's about Never 30 minutes okay. east of downtown Atlanta. Okay, 30 minutes outside of Atlanta. Okay, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Hopefully. I can deliver hot dogs. I can I can come do a catering. I can drop off. I can come do a cooking class with the hot dogs if you like. Okay. Um, and then my apparel is, is 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 everywhere in the United States, man. I can deliver anywhere. Okay. Um, with shipping and you can find me on instagram okay. at, at foodie apparel underscore you can find me at chef bk dukes underscore and you can find me at dukes over those okay you can find me at foodie apparel underscore on instagram chef bk dukes underscore on instagram as well as dukes underscore delicious underscore dogs on instagram and Duke's Delicious Dogs and Foodie Apparel are both on Facebook. And I'm okay. also on Twitter at Brandon at Brandon K. Dukes as well. Okay. okay. 
Do you want to put an email out there or no? Absolutely. You can email me at brandonkdukes at gmail.com. Brandonkdukes at gmail.com. Don't forget the K. Don't forget the K. Brandon K for Christopher. Exactly, man. man. It's amazing how many people forget to put the K in there, man. Yeah, yeah. Brandon K. Dukes. Wow, Chef. So before we wrap up, any last parting words, wisdom, experience, message um, you'd like to send to my listeners? Man, I, I want to tell the, the, the young brothers and sisters out there that are, that are embarking on their food and beverage journey to always believe in yourself. Don't let any man or woman Stop your dreams and always, always learn, learn, and learn some more. Never stop learning. And then always be open to opportunities, different avenues. Sometimes you got to let go and go with the flow. Right. Right. That's that's where I want to leave to the youngsters out there. And mm. and the last thing I want to tell the youngsters out there, you gotta compete. Mm. You gotta compete. Mm-hmm. If you out here and you're not competing, you're gonna get left behind. You gotta have that competitive fire in your belly and in your mind. Mm. Compete. Mm-hmm. It's, it's too much. It's too much of you. You go into a lot of back of the house now, Jason. Man, you gonna see a lot of Mexicans, mm-hmm. and you know why? Because they compete. Mm-hmm. They're willing to put the work in. Right. They're willing right. to do the overtime. Right. You know what I'm saying? So we, right. we some of us, we gotta compete. Yeah, you got that degree, or yeah, you got that, but get out there, man, and. Compete. Be competitive. Wow. Chef, chef, chef. It's been truly a pleasure. Time went by so fast. Wow, um, man. You're right, man. It's almost Man, it's how it is. But listen, man, I want to thank you for your participation and taking time out of your busy schedule. Um, we're gonna talk. We're, I'm telling you, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna franchise these Duke's oh. delicious dogs. So we're telling the world right now. Be on the lookout for it. Uh, thank you to my sponsors, Cornerstone Business Labs, Cornerstone Productions, Cornerstone Medias, Duke's Delicious Dogs. Check them out. Don't forget the K. That's right. Brand- Don't forget that K. <laughs> thank you very much. All right, brother. Peace, Power man. to the people. Power to the people. Let's talk soon, Jay. Oh,